intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm. Oh my God! Davis is going to run it all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. She bobbles it and now has to try and recover. Deshaun Jackson gets a block. Are you kidding? Steps into it. Pass is Hello and welcome to the Master Plan. I am your host, Michael Filipkowski, and we're back again for, I believe, what is episode 29 um, in the second part of what I think is going to end up being an eight-part ser- mini-series, series, whatever you want to call it, um, about about QBs and, and, you know, kind of going into this, into this, like, wave of, of you know, the NFL and, and what has been the longest drought in sports of my lifetime, and I hope it never happens again. Um, but joining us for this eight-part series, um, hopefully on every single part, I think will be on every single part, uh, is once again Benny Gilligan. So Benny Gilligan, welcome back uh, to the to the show. Thank you, Michael. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, and so to, to it. yeah, and so today we're going to be uh, kind of reviewing the NFC South QB. So we're going to kind of do we're going to do uh, South South, and then. Whatever we do next, whether it's west, north, or east, we'll do we'll do the two west or the two east, the two north, um, and so we're going to compare them that way. Um, but let's get right to it because I think the NFC South has had um, it's been a crazy season for the NFC South. Crazy a season, big quarterback makeover, and crazy off season. It's been it's been nuts. So I think I think we have to start in the one place that has probably seen the most drama, which would be Tampa Bay. Um, and obviously we're starting there because the goat is there. Um, and you know, number one gets to go number one. Um, so Tom Brady, unfortunately is now the starting quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, unless uh, something unforeseen happens between now and that point. Um, Benny first thoughts on Tom Brady, uh, you know, in Tampa. Well, I hate to see it as a Patriots fan, but people like to, you know, Hayden, Tom Brady, they, they say he's fallen off a cliff. From what I've seen, having watched Max every Pats Kellerman. game the past couple of years, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. we've seen, from like seeing every single Pats game the past couple of seasons, right? I don't think he's fallen off a cliff at all. I think he's still an elite quarterback. The problem is his weapons have significantly gotten worse these past right. couple of years. And and, I, and I, I, if you've listened to any podcasts about the Patriots, or even not about the Patriots, I probably brought it up. Um, the Patriots this past season had the worst wide receiver core. In the history of like Tom Brady's career, I believe A is number one. Oh, 100%. In the league, number two, 100%. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. And, and, and they were so far down in the league, like so far below 31, which I don't even know who that would be. Maybe the Redskins, probably. Maybe the Redskins, right. but they had Terry McLaurin. They had McLaurin. They had McLaurin. And they had, wait, they had the other, uh, had that white guy, I forget his name. He was not bad. Um, the I slot heard, guy. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was pretty good. Um, I'd say they're both. They both played better than Edelman this past season. Um, I, I would. I would. I wouldn't say that the latter did not. I um, heard his name actually. He, he was Mister Irrelevant a couple years ago in the draft. Right. He he had. No, a, he, he actually was not that good statistically. Statistically, but he had some. He had some good catches. I, I thought he was pretty good. Um, but yeah. Tom Brady, you and know, Florida was certainly better than Edelman right. this past season. And, and we, I think it's. I think it's pretty. You know, Benny and I obviously agree about this. Um, but I think it's. I don't think it's. I think it's debatable. Of course, I think anything is debatable. But this might be one of the least debatable points in the NFL that Patriots had any sort of wide receiver core last year. Because watching games, going to the the final game of Tom Brady's career at in a Patriots uniform, they had nobody. 
And that's just... It was tough to watch. It, it was tough to watch. They had absolutely nobody. Um, and, and what I look for in Tom Brady, um, I think his velocity is still there. Um, I don't think that, that that's gone. His vision and his mind, I think, are both still there as well. Um, as good as ever, really. Right. And, and what I would say, you know, obviously Tom Brady is, I think he's the hardest worker in the league. I think he, you know, works constantly. Um, you can't play this, you know, late in your life um, without being a, a, a tremendous athlete and a tremendous worker. Um, so there's that. But what, you know, and, and, I'll, and, and I'll encourage you, you all to look at this. Um, look at his footwork in the pocket. Now, I'm not talking how fast he is um, when he leaves or so, when he leaves the pocket or starts running. I'm talking about look at his footwork when he's in the pocket and how he's able to slide in the pocket and move around. That footwork is still there today. And that would the NFL. Right. I think I think there's no question that I think, you know, his arm strength overall might have decreased. Um but not much really, not much. But I wouldn't strength, say that he much. Throw deep often. Right. He doesn't throw deep often. Um but when he does, it's good. You know, he his yeah. interceptions are still incredibly low. Um and 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 last season he had a st- he statistically he still had a great season, um with terrible wide receivers. You know he had zero and offensive line too. Yeah. So like let's go through it. Terrible offensive line. I'd rank it maybe bottom five in the league. Um, I would say I wouldn't go that far, but well, maybe not bottom five. Okay, bottom ten. One of the worst of it. Bottom ten. Career. Bottom ten in the league. When you have Marshall Newhouse at tackle, for oh, you, that's not a good. It's time. terrible. Okay, zero running game. Zero running game. I consider the running game to be, you know, again, like bottom 10, maybe bottom 7. I think that can be tied into the offensive line. Right. But I'd agree. Um, I'd say worst wide receiving core in the league, um, mm. bar none. No true outside threat. No true outside threat. No right. true deep threat either. Right. Um, That's why Tom Brady didn't throw deep balls. He had no deep threats. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I've been cr- more critical of their defense. I think their defense, I think they have the best pass defense in the league. 110%. You cannot convince me that they don't. Gilmore, the McCordys, you know, JC Jackson, um, a- a- everyone on that secondary is incredible on the Patriots. I'm more critical of their run defense, which I, I don't think was as stellar um, and ended up losing that them exposed more games. In the right. Game. It got exposed by the Titans, um, definitely by the Ravens. Um, 100%. So, and, and so overall, I think the team was one of the worst in Tom Brady's career. But he still made it work. That's and he still made it work. They still, they still won the division. They still made the playoffs. And, you know, by the way, they were one bad call away from from getting a, a bye, right? If you remember uh, against the Chiefs, the, you, yeah. the out of bounds. So if that hadn't been called, they would have ended up probably winning that game um, and, and getting a bye. Uh, and this might be a whole different story um, about, well, not. I think he still would have left at, at this point, but um, – you know, a whole different story. So going into this season, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be night and day, folks. When I tell you that that I think that Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, I think Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, I mean, I think that they're probably top ten receivers in the league, right? I'd argue that both of them. I think Chris Godwin this past season, just based on this past season, was top five in the league in terms of performances last season. Right. And Mike Evans has consistently been a top. 10, maybe even top five guy. Right. So you have two guys you can maybe consider borderline top five guys. Right. That's the best wide receiver doing in the league by far. Bar none, right? Then let's move on. Okay. You might say, well, their, their offensive line wasn't that good last season. You're true. That's right. First pick, uh, first Bucks pick in the draft, they go out and get a lineman. 
I think the alignment is going to, I think the line is going to be much better this year. I'm not saying it's going to be incredible. I think it's going to be much better than it's it was last though. year. And it's going to be much better than the Patriots line was last season as well. I think both those yeah, things. Because are, if you actually go through that line, right. you have one of the better centers in the league, mm-hmm. really, and Ryan Jensen. Mm-hmm. Ali Marpet at left guard is actually right. very, very good. He's one of the best left guards in the league. You know, they drafted Tristan Morris, the 14th pick, who's, you know, in some people's eyes, was actually the best tackle in the draft. I don't right. think he was. I, thought, I mean, I thought he was good. really good. Yeah. Donovan Smith, they only have one real, uh, like, hole on an offensive line, which comes at right guard. Right. And you can have a good offensive line with one bad lineman. Right. Yeah. That That's definitely true. Um, their running game, I think. I think Ronald, in my eyes, Ronald Jones is a little underrated. Um, and they went out and drafted a running back as well uh, in the second Keyshawn round. Vaughn out of Vanderbilt. So I think that they've. I'm not saying their running game is going to be incredible, but I'm saying it's definitely going to be better than last season. It'll um, be serviceable. And let's for, not forget that if they stack both those tight ends in there, OJ Howard and Cameron Bray, you know that running game can be very, very deadly. Gronk um, too, man. And Gronk. I forgot about Gronk. So. When you look at that offense, you're like, whoa, like that. How do you is... stop that? How do you stop so, it? So, yeah. so I think their defense, it's, it's, it's going to be good. I don't think it's going to be great. I think it'll be probably good. I think it's actually underrated. I really think it's underrated because, I mean, I think they have one of the better pass rushes in the league. I, oh, they definitely have one of the best. I think their weakness might be their secondary, though. Um, but their secondary is really, really young and showed a lot of improvement towards the end of last season. Right. And then the draft they picked up. You know, arguably my second favorite safety in the draft, and one Linfield Jr. Mm-hmm. I think they have a really young, really athletic secondary. Linfield is really, Jamel really good. Dean. Yeah, Jamel Dean took a big step up towards the end of last season. So, I, and and yeah. and obviously with this whole coronavirus situation and the fact that you know, who knows when you know OTAs and stuff like that are going to start. When you have Tom Brady, who you know is working his his butt off. And it, it, we've right. seen him practicing with his teammates, right? And you know, and that. you know that if he gets that route timing down, they're going to be on fire. I think that the Bucks they're they're going to start the you know they're going to start the season out of the camp. And I'm going to make a huge and bold prediction right now. Bold prediction: they're going to win the NFC South. They're going to win the divisional round. They're going to I'm not and they're not going to be a wild card. They're going to win the divisional round. They're going to win the championship, and then they're going to win the Super Bowl. That. My prediction this season. I don't know if they're winning the Super Bowl, but I think they're better than the Saints, really. I, I do. Um, and, so and, I, I see them winning right. the division. Um, a plus, you know, high expectations for the Bucks this season. Very high. Um, and, you know, let's not forget who their coach is. Bruce Arians. Bruce uh, Arians. Excellent coach. Um, I would say he's one of the best in the league as well. Um, very similar to Belichick in, in a number of different ways. Um, and they also have one of the best defensive coaches in the league, and right. Don Bowles, the former Jets head coach. Right. So I think that there's a lot there in Tampa. But let's move on to the other team that Benny just happened to mention there, uh, to the Saints. Um, and and there's been, and I don't want to get into it too much, but you know, obviously the Saints locker room has been um, a little bit fragmented lately due to Drew Brees' comments. Um, you know, whole, I, I suspect that that's probably not going to play anything going into the season. Um, but it will be an interesting storyline nonetheless. Um, again, the Saints don't impress me. Like I don't know. Last season they were really good, no doubt. Um, but the thing is, every season they're really, really good. Right. And then the playoff time comes, and you know they lose to the Vikings. They underperform. <laughs> they yeah. lose to the Vikings. Two out of three years, they lose the Vikings. Right. And 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 my thoughts are the Saints are really good. But the division has also been really, really bad for for a while. Um, 
very well, often. Not even that. I feel like they, I think I feel like Drew Brees and the Saints are so good in the regular season. Right. Everything goes great. Everything goes so well. Then the playoffs come and they go behind a couple of scores. Right. And Drew Brees, I don't think is the same. Like the, I don't think he can do that much passing down the field twenty plus yards. Right. He's really good in a short intermediate intermediate game. But teams at a point, you know, when they have a one or two touchdown lead, they can just say. You know, I don't have to be scared about deep passes. Right. Like, let's just contain and, the short and, and my concern is going into this season, I don't know what the Saints have 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 improved greatly on. I mean, they didn't have that much to improve greatly on, I would say, to start off with. Um, they did pick up Emmanuel Sanders, who I think right. will. I mean, I think they'll provide some, some, you know, obviously some great stuff for Michael Thomas. Um you know, actually, they needed a second wide receiver. Ted Ginn was just not cutting it out. Um, but, you know, I I don't know. That defense always scares me a little bit. Um, it seems to break down when it, it, it shouldn't break down. Um, you know, there's not much to say about the Saints, I feel like. They're really good in paper. You know, the Saints right. are really good in paper, but they can never put it together, I feel like, when playoff time comes. Yeah, the early season, they're great. Playoff time comes, they underperform. Yeah, and, and that's been consistent over the past, uh, well, a long time. Um, yeah, long time, man. And, and I don't know, there's not as much to say. It's not as exciting as, you know, anything else. I, I mean, I, 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 they'll make... Drew Brees. Yeah. Right. I think, I think they'll make the playoffs this upcoming season um, as a wild card, but they'll probably make it to the second round. Um, well, actually, I don't know. I mean, again, playoff time, they're, you know, as long as they don't run to the Vikings... Uh, they might make it to the second round, but you know who, who knows. Um, I think they'll make the playoffs. Obviously, with a larger playoff bracket, I think they will. Probably as a five seed, maybe as a six seed. Um, I think they'll make it. Um, yeah, I mean that's kind of all I have to say about 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 the Saints. There's not much not much new down in New Orleans. We should probably talk about Drew Reese though. I mean, we can grade him. You know. Oh, oh, and, well, and yeah, of course, of course. Tom Brady. Um, I think I think compared to Tom Brady, um, you know, obviously vision. You know, mind uh, at least at least during the regular season, um, and stuff like that, and 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 footwork are all you know extremely close to Tom Brady. I would say, um, I'd say Tom Brady probably edges him out a little more in arm strength at this point, maybe a little in decision making and stuff like that. Um, generally, very close. All also, you know, had a great season last season, um, and I'm excited to see uh, you know Drew Brees versus Brady twice a year. Um, I think that's going to be awesome. I am too. I'm a little bit lower on Breeze. Everyone loves Breeze. I feel like when you take away like that middle of the field and short little passing game, you take away Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas. I don't know how much Drew Brees can do for you. You know, I, I would agree with that. Percentage. I would agree. But at the same time, he actually had the third lowest average depth of target in the league last year. I mean, right. the only guys behind them were Derek Carr and, and you know Teddy Bridgewater who played for the Saints. Right. I feel like he's very conservative. People overrate him a little bit. Oh, he's extreme. I would say he's extremely conservative. Um, and and that's what's going to be interesting to this season because I think that the fact that Brady's in the division now and the NFC South has become more competitive, Breeze is going to actually have to make plays instead to win games instead of letting Winston throw an interception or you know. Kyle Allen throw an interception or Matt Ryan throw an interception. Um, he's actually gonna have to make plays. So I think that that's gonna be crucial. Yeah. And I think I, I, don't, I don't trust Drew Brees throwing the ball twenty plus yards on the field. I trust I don't him in the short and maybe a passing game. Right. I don't know. I don't love him that much. You know. Um. I, I like Brady a lot more than them. Yeah. Certainly. I think he can do a lot more than them. Right. But Brees is certainly very very smart. Probably the smartest QB in the NFL. 
He's right. very, very accurate. Great footwork, as you said. He can process the game at, a, at being right. an extremely high I think level. that this is a My rec- question is, what can he do? I think this is really a reckoning. It's a reckoning year for the Saints. They have to decide, you know, we, I don't know when when does Breeze's contract end. See, it's probably either this year or next year. I think it's a one or two year contract. I'm not, I'm not and, exactly um, sure. you know, they're going to have to decide, you know, where they're going moving ahead. Um, and you know, maybe Drew Brees will go I play somewhere else. I hope it's Jameis Winston, man. I hope it's Jameis. Well, you know, I mean, Jameis Winston. I'm a Jameis fan, as you know. <laughs> Jameis Jameis Winston obviously considers himself to be the best quarterback in the league, as of a recent was it Twitter rant or wasn't an article? No, he, he, he was speaking of leaderboard. He said historically, if you look at the stats, I'm one of the best QBs of all time, which he is not completely wrong about. No, he's and actually not completely wrong about. But but also, you have to take into account that he's the most turnover. Well, so, I think there was a stat that came out uh, the other day that last season, or 2018 and 2019, Winston had 23 dropped interceptions or some crazy stat. He led the league in dropped interceptions, which I think that that... And, and actual interceptions, too, which are right. more important. I mean, he had the only 30 for 30 in league history, so, you know... Anyways. Which you'd think would be a good thing. 30 for 30, like in basketball, that would be, like, tremendous. That'd right? be spectacular. But in but, football, it's not great. Yeah. yeah. Um, but let's move on to um, the Falcons quarterback, Matty Ice. Um, God, this guy, Boston College. Really isn't. I mean, I think that Matt Ryan, his decision making, I think, is a problem. Um, I disagree there. You think? You think? I think he throws a little. I think he throws a little too many contested passes. This past year, he threw a lot of contested passes. But I think in the past, he's been very, very good. Right, but isn't that what we're judging off? Throws. Aren't we judging off of this past season, though, going into next season, to be fair? Well, well sure. But at the same time, this past season, he was in a terrible situation with one of the worst offensive lines in the league. That's and true. defense that he could not rely on. It's true. I, I mean, I think that, that I'm judging off that's of his fair. entire career, really. That's right? fair. Like, that's fair. You know, what, he, what he did the year before that, even though they didn't make the playoffs, he had similar numbers. I mean, yeah, I think, I think again, Matt, Matt, Matt Ryan – um, obviously, he has Julio Jones. He has, um, I think this season, I mean, I think this is one of the worst Falcons teams in a little while, I think. I think Dan Quinn is done um, after this season. Maybe in well, this. To, to be fair to Dan Quinn, you did see the Falcons bounce back towards the end of last season after he started the season 1 and 7. Right, they, they ended up going 8 and 8. Or no, 7, eight, and seven and 9. 7 and 9. Um, but 6 and 2 at the end of the season. I, you know, I, I agree with that, but I think they, they got worse over the offseason, not better. Their draft was not great. They lost Devontae Freeman. Um, I don't know who their running back is at this point. Todd Gurley. Oh, right, right, Todd Gurley. Uh, my issue with Todd Gurley, his knee, I don't know how much he can produce anymore. Um, I think Devontae Freeman was better. Um, really? Devontae Freeman is not doing much this past, like, the past couple of years. Yeah, but neither has Since Todd Gurley. He didn't do much last year, but he was still a, a threat in the receiving game. You know, like... Yeah, it's it's tricky. Um, did they? I think his knees Obviously, obviously Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, solid solid options. Didn't they add a wide receiver as well? I forget who. I feel like they added. Well, they Hayden Hurst. Right, they added Hayden Hurst. But they did lose Austin Hooper. Right. Um, I think that Hurst is a downgrade from Hooper. Um, I'd say so. They added AJ Terrell at corner. They lost Devin Trufant. They yeah. don't have a great looking secondary. I don't know. I mean, they added Laquan Treadwell, but Laquan Treadwell is absolute dog. You, uh, you know what? So it's going to be tricky this upcoming season. Um, division's a lot tougher, I think. I think you know last year you had 
one good team. And this season, I think you got maybe two. I think you got two, maybe three good teams um, for sure. I see the Falcons. I'd say two. I don't think the Falcons are new much just because their roster right. doesn't have right. you know, the same depth that, um, that the Saints. And yeah, Falcons I think the Falcons. I do like Matt Ryan, though. I do yeah. like Matt Ryan. Um, I, I I think Matt Ryan's a solid quarterback. Um, I think he's top ten, without a doubt. I don't know. I I see the Falcons as a team regressing this upcoming season. Probably go six and ten, five and eleven. Um, eight and eight, maybe. I don't think I don't see them doing much. I don't see them being bad though. I mean, they're to hang with most teams. But are they going to be, you know, in contention for the playoffs? I mean, I don't think I don't they'll think be so. able to beat Breeze or Brady more than once. Like combined. More than that, yeah. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't say so. Um, I wouldn't bet on it, Michael. So, I don't know. I, Falcons are a tough team. They're just one of those teams that's always kind of there, but never actually you know, does anything. It's, and, it, it's frustrating. Uh, 2016 wasn't that long ago. No. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they got, they got a good season, but since then it's been downhill. Um, yeah. not not much to expect from the Falcons this season. Maybe the Rams in the twenty seventeen playoffs. Right. I I, but, I think we'll see. I think we'll see more of the same from the Falcons of last season. Um, depends. Are they going to play the Fal- as the Falcons of the first eight games or the last eight games of last season? Like that's really the the big question, right? Tail of another t- question is: Is the offensive line going to improve? Uh, yeah, I don't know if it'll improve. Important. I don't know if it'll regress, but it. I don't know how much. will improve, certainly. I don't think it's going to be good by any means. But they had two rookies starting last year going into their sophomore season. I expect an improvement. But at the same time, as we said several times, I think we should probably move on at this point. I don't see the Falcons doing much, but I do right. like Matt Ryan. Um, and then let's move on to the final team, um, the Carolina Panthers, who definitely – I don't think they're going to be good this season, but I think that – I don't know. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Teddy Bridgewater. And the reason being is I don't Me think neither. I don't think he's a dynamic quarterback. I think he's the worst of the four that we've talked about so far. Um, I, again, by far, my issue goes back to you're not you don't want a quarterback who can win you games. You know, maybe make the playoffs for you. I think that may be what that may end up being what Teddy Bridgewater is. You want a quarterback who can get you to the Super Bowl and win you the Super Bowl. You know, like that's what that's what you want, right? In a quarterback, because either you're gonna have an amazing team like the 49ers had. And surround them with a, you know, not so great quarterback, which would be Jimmy G. Or you're gonna have an excellent quarterback like Patrick Mahomes, have some nice pieces around him, um, and then have him win the game. I think that Teddy Bridgewater, um, I don't know. He, I don't think he looked that good when he played last season. Um, I don't know whether he's bad. I mean, better than Cam Newton or not? I don't know. I don't. Doesn't really matter. Um, that's kind of a low bar anyways, I would say. Yeah. I, mean, um, I don't think uh, – the problem I have with the signing of Teddy Bridgewater is I don't think he really really fits in well into the the, the, the you know the Panthers team just because right. since 2014, I believe, Teddy Bridgewater is tied for 95th among all quarterbacks and cumulative average depth to target, meaning how far he throws the ball on a down-to-down basis at 7.5 yards. Right. He does he not – he's not able to throw the ball – Deep. And also, that's coupled with in like terms a, of the fit, right? Like Courage Samuel had an average average depth of target of uh, fifteen yards last season. DJ Moore, you know, average depth of target, right? Of and I, I wouldn't say that the and those are young receivers as well. I wouldn't say that the the Panthers have a. I don't think the receiving core is good or uh, great. 
I think it's okay. But I, I don't, like it. Yeah, I, DJ Moore, I think, is a high-level player. Certainly. Um, Re- really underrated, actually. Yeah, I, I, I've, but, you know, let's, you know, the elephant in the room, obviously, Christian McCaffrey, which I think is going to work really, really good for Teddy Bridgewater. Um, because Te- Christian McCaffrey is, in my eyes, he I think he's the best running back in the league. Um, like, everything he can do. Um, he's by far and away the best pass catching back in the league, which is going to help Teddy Bridgewater out a whole ton. So I think that you know that that connection is probably going to work really, really well. Yeah, um, I mean, Teddy really is the epitome of you know Mr. Cap, like the captain check down type of guy. Right. And Christian yeah. McCaffrey is a pretty good guy to be checking the. Right, he's the best guy to be checking down to. Um, defensively. Uh, you know they lost Luke Keekley. I think they added some nice pieces. So Derek it, Brown, they added in the draft. I don't think I don't think they'll see too much change. Um, but it's going to be a, uh, obviously. Oh, you should take into account the coaching change, right? I mean, right. I think. Right. I was just about to get to that. I think that the coaching change. I mean, we'll see. I think you know that rule. Yeah, I, I mean, from Baylor, it's risky to put a new quarterback into a new system. Well, and that's not what I'm saying. I'm, what I'm saying is it's risky to have a new coach and a new quarterback in in one season. I think that you know that's difficult yeah. um, to do. Um, I don't know how good Matt. Yeah, Rule- I, I do think Joe Brady and Matt Rule are going to put Teddy Bridgewater into a, some favorable situation. Right, I don't think Matt Rule is bad. I don't know. I don't know what he is. It's. it's <laughs> I don't know if he's better than Ron Rivera though. I think Ron Rivera was a great coach. I don't see why they fired him. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I. I don't know. I see the Panthers in this division, though. They're going to be bottom. They're going to be yeah, at the bottom. Bottom feeders by far. Yeah. I mean, four uh, and 12, maybe. They're not, I don't think they'll beat Brady or Breeze. They might get one off of not the Falcons. Once. No. They might get one off maybe, the Falcons. Uh, um, maybe Christian McCaffrey can start throwing the ball for them, too. Yeah, I mean, at this point, he might have to. Um, yeah, but, you know, there, there we go. I think I think the NFC South, I think you have two clear um, playoff contenders. I think you got one um, kind of mid low to mid level team um and one tanking and yeah. one and one team that should probably tank for Trevor that's what i would say um bridgewater's yeah. not the guy for the future i think that in terms of these but three quarterbacks the problem, though is they signed him to a four year 22 million dollar right. i think deal. i think so they're right i think that within the next 4 years i think all four of these quarterbacks will not be starting um for these these teams anymore, I think that that I think, I, I, I think Matt Ryan's still going to be there. But you think so? Other than that, I think yeah, I think Brady's probably gonna retire. I think Brady and Breeze will probably retire. Um, Bridgewater, if he's not out of there sooner, he'll be out of there in four years, one hundred percent. Unless he wins the yeah. Super Bowl or something like that, which no, that's not. Gonna boy, happen. if that happened, you know, I mean, I, I don't, don't even I don't, know. I, don't see happening. I, I think so I would close down this podcast if 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 Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, Won a Super Bowl. Um, yeah, Matt Ryan may be the only one left. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's what I have to say. Um, you know, Benny, any final thoughts about, about these NFC South quarterbacks? Yeah, I think we've, we've gone through it all. It's been you know, an interesting time talking about all these guys. Interesting division, certainly interesting dynamic for next year. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Yeah. All right, well – Thank you, obviously, to Benny for coming, you know, on another Master Plan podcast. And he will be on, I think, six more of these at this point. Um, or, or for sure, six more of ones like these. Um, and obviously one sprinkled in between that. Um, uh, you know, if you guys like this like mini series that we're gonna do, obviously let us know. 
Um, I'd love to do something like this for maybe some other sports. It might be more difficult. Um, you know, I'm trying I'm, I'm going to throw some more variations of sports in there. Hopefully we'll get some more soccer and hockey in there. I know. And baseball. I know I've been lacking on those two a little bit. And maybe about, I think I've just been doing football once. So I'm going to try to get some more diversity in terms of sports in there soon. Um, but you know, again, thank you for listening, uh, to another episode. Uh, you know, wherever you are in this world, uh, just know that, you know, we're all with you. We're all, we're all going to get through this. Um, so, you know, that's all I got to say. Uh, you know, folks have a great day, stay safe and, uh, uh, you'll hear me in the next one.